Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly. Like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. And... I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Middle School Studios. We're not in the Middle oh! School Studios. We're at iTink Studios in Santa Monica, California. iTink Studios is my wife's uh, workshop where she makes clothes, upcycles, as Daryl likes to call oh! it. Yes, yeah, so, and sells uh, vintage clothes. But anyway, we're in Santa Monica today. And uh, what's today's show called, Daryl? Today, we're going to let everyone know that joy is... Your ticket to the big top. Oh, boy. Joy is your ticket to the big top with John B. Waterhouse. Joy is the expectation of something good. On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that choosing to believe that there is always something good in store for us is cooperating with God. And during the second segment, Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse punches our ticket to the greatest show on earth with today's daily word, which is joy. And uh, Uh... before we do the breaths, real quickly... Let's just give that quick version of your story about how you punched your ticket to the big top by doing something as mundane as painting tubes. Yeah, well, when I moved, first moved to Los Angeles, I had such an overwhelming feeling because I moved here to work in the entertainment business, even though I had no idea how to break in. Yes. But because of I grew up away from here, I just imagined that that's all that was here. Right. So in my mind, it seems like it would be very easy. Wow. So I just had this overwhelming, joyful attitude. If we just move there, this is going to be a piece of cake. Oh, man. And that overall, and it was a general expectation. I didn't have anything specific. Like, right, it's right. Be this specific or that's. I just right. had an overall feeling of joy. And the only job I can get or that came my way that was offered was a uh, $10 an hour painting neon tubes, miniature neon tubes in a shed at Santa Monica Airport. Right. But because it met my budget and my ego was small enough to jump at the opportunity, I did it. And every day I would just go into work. And as I was painting the neon tubes, you know, and I made it a challenge for us. I was just by myself. I had to do like a hundred. No idea why you're painting neon tubes. No, no. It was just for a... um, 
It was a glass artist. Right. I did know that. And he was a neon artist. Right. So it was all these miniature neon tubes. And every day the lady would bring me, you know, like hundreds of these neon tubes. Wow. I'd dip them in lacquer paint, hang them on strings I had going across the airplane hangar. And as I was there, I just think, I don't know how God's God's going to bring it about. I don't know how. Like, I don't know how God's going to bring it about, but he's going to bring it about. Right. And I would just affirm I have a wonderful job and a wonderful right. life. And I would just imagine, like, working in the entertainment business right. and how much fun that would feel like. Right. So the job wasn't dreadful. Right. When all, or below you. No, it wasn't below me. And every day I'd try to paint more tubes than the day before. And right. she was exceedingly grateful that someone who took this much care would take this $10 an hour job, which made me feel good about myself. And I'm guessing that there are times where this was a bit of a practice, right? You have yes. to like, like lovingly direct your mind yes. into these thoughts, just so people at home realize that yes. we're human beings and sometimes our subconscious mind you know, wants to take yes. us out of that joyful expectation, you know. And yes. So, so go ahead. But I was silly enough to like everywhere, like after work, when me and my wife would go out anywhere, we were so enamored with Hollywood that we would see people and um, and go, oh, my God, I think that's someone. I mean, everybody looked like they might be someone we saw in a movie. That's so funny. That's where it all started. Because <laughs> when, we, when we first started doing the show and even before we would eat lunch together, we'd always remember we thought we saw a kid from Kid and Play. And we were sure of it until after we ate. And then we finally were full and we looked at him again and go, that is not even close. Wait, what are you talking about? Just. Six weeks ago, we thought we were at Starbucks with Kirk Douglas. Yeah, no, no, Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas. That's right. Michael Douglas. And I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. So, so this joyful expectation was just there. And finally, the lady who hired me came into the, the shed and said, you know, this is the last shipment of these neon tubes. What are you doing after this? And I said, I got nothing. And she said, she goes, do you want to stay on and work on the set? And I said, Set, what do you mean? And she goes, these miniature neons are for a miniature Las Vegas for a movie that's being filmed. So I said, sure. I mean, I had nothing else going on. I ended up working on the movie Con Air, building the Hard Rock Hotel sign. That's the climax that's of the so film. incredible. I never did this before in my life. Then the guy from Disney, the art director, like a few weeks into this, maybe no more than a few weeks, maybe about two, two to three months into this, uh, we finished the sign and now we're right. getting ready to shoot. And now that the sign's done, they no longer needed the subcontractor who was the neon artist. Right. So the guy from uh, Disney comes over and says, hey, uh, Disney wants to know if you can stay on and, wow. and, and supervise the stunt. And thank God, you know, I learned with these principles to thine own self be true. Like I, I didn't fub and pretend like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do the stunts. Right, whatever. right. Because when you're true to yourself, it releases an energy that that brings even greater success. So I go, stunt coordinator, what do they do? And then he goes, oh, it's a piece of cake. You just walk around with a walkie-talkie, and as long as this sign doesn't blow up and kill Miguel, <laughs> you got nothing to worry about. And I said, all right. And now I was a stunt coordinator. I mean, I was literally out here six months. I went from just being willing yeah. with, a with a joyful expectation, a general feeling of joyful expectation, then willing to take whatever God threw my way that would meet yeah. my budget. And miraculously, I'm doing the thing 
I mean, it was incredible. You know, that's like the, um, and maybe later, if we even remember this by the time John comes on, you know, the Bible quotes something about when you're um, true or when you're, um, what's it called? Like faithful in the time of small things. Yes. Then, God then, rewards with the big things. Yeah. So, because you got to hear that Daryl did not know that those, what those tubes were being no. painted for. He had a dream in his heart to be part of the entertainment industry. All the while he's painting. I mean, that's never really, I mean, that well, story was is nothing, amazing. Well, and there was nothing glamorous, folks, about where I was painting these. It was a rented shed. I was right. by myself at the Santa Monica airport, which is a small plane airport. Right. No one else in there but me, a mask, and la little, what a great story. you know, those aluminum foil trays yeah. with lacquer paint. And I'm wearing gloves, dipping them, and then hanging them on strings I strung across yeah. for them to air dry. Now, we all got to, like, if we're going to get where we really desire to be, we have to, I've just been practicing lately as I've been going through the healing from a hip surgery and all this stuff, which has been going amazingly well. I um, realize, like, you know, I get these, these amazing uh, desires and inspirational visions that come through my head. But they have to come through this life that we're living yes. right now. And it's not like in a movie, like there's not like a special music that starts playing when you start painting the tubes. You know, like you have to bring the music yourself. Yeah, but yourself. then it feels, then once the music that you yes. bring, like I was having, yes. like each day I was like, ooh, I could do more of these today than yes. yesterday. And, yes. And, I, and we, I would just like, as I was doing them, wondering what it would be like to work on a movie. And, yes. and because me and Lori were so enamored by this place, you know, just hearing about it yeah. as kids and imagining what yes. this was. We had this almost like, you know how like the people who are, who don't know enough yeah. are the ones who yeah. saved it. Cause, no, I, cause I, I was you. ignorant of how difficult it might seem to right. people that I just thought this place was like, you know, yes. fantasy land the, to me. And, and it really was, I mean, that's how it started as a yes. big fantasy among people. And we, when we reconnect, like we talk about this with the unity movement originally was like, and a lot of the, the metaphysical new thought movements was, it was a great adventure of like discovering that when we affirm wonderful things, we actually see uh, evidence of that in yes. our lives that we are, you know, uh, co-creating, collaborating with God, with the universe and creating this wonderful life that we have here. I like what you said, you know, right before the show, we're getting ready for the breaths. And the first thing, I think you got this in your book, we said, my heart sings when I expect good, good things. things. And that's exactly what you did, but that actually led us to take it a step further. So why don't we sing the breaths together? Here. Yes. Let's take a breath to clear our mind. Ah, we're expecting something good. Trusting that God loves us, yeah. We're expecting <laughs> something good. <laughs> Trusting that God loves us. Yeah. We're, We're expecting, expecting something good. Trusting that God loves us. Love that Amazing. song. You know what's perfect, Ariel? We're going to start with a couple uh, definitions out of the science oh. of mind. Um, 
by Ernest Holmes, which is perfect since we have John Waterhouse, uh, Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse coming on later in the he's, second segment. He's standing in the wings. He's waiting in the wings, <laughs> handsome as ever. And uh, But we have... We love the glossary of yes. the science of mind. What, what is that called? The, I, I just know it as the science of mind, but what is it? Science of mind, uh, a philosophy of faith, a way of life. And uh, it's huge, but man, <laughs> it is chock full of amazing information. Um, it's funny because it gets bigger over the, the longer I have this book, it seems to get bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And we worked with Reverend Ken Gray in a metaphysical Bible study for a couple of years. And he really helped us crack into this book that was at the Center of Spiritual Living in Inglewood. We did that metaphysical Bible study, and that really helped us kind of like get into this book even more. So let's hear the definition of prosperity from the yes, glossary. Because both these definitions I'm going to read, prosperity and joy, really give you the key to living successfully. You know, who was it? Uh, I was talking about this the other day who said that the, the explanation is the, 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 is the cure. Is the cure. That's, that, uh, I know who it is. Phineas, that's Phineas. Dr. Phineas Quimby. Quimby. Yeah. So that's the beauty of this new thought stuff is that the explanation is the cure, is the remedy, is what we call the medicine. And we love books like this that have the medicine in the words. So, okay. You ready? Yeah. Prosperity. It's, prosperity. Everything in the universe is for us. Nothing is against us. We must know that everywhere we go, we meet friendship, love, human interest, and helpfulness. Success and prosperity are spiritual attributes belonging to all people, but not necessarily used by all people. And how do you use it? Yes. Well, let's turn to the definition of joy, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's hear it. Because this is exactly what my story yes. teaches. And I will have to keep I'm reminding I'm so glad that. you retold that story because you've told it before. But the way we specifically talked about this piece really like opened my mind, especially with a lot of things that I've been thinking about lately. So go ahead. So here's the ticket. Joy, the emotion excited, ex <laughs> I'm mixing two words. Yeah. The emotion excited by the expectancy of good. Yeah, what is that last bit? It's Gladness, delight, exultation. Yes. Okay, so in Prosperity Now by Math Mary Catherine McDougall, this is a unity book. We love this book. Sometimes when I'm meditating, I just put this on my lap and feel. Sometimes when you find books like this lately, I, if I just hold them while I'm meditating, Especially if I've read them, and I, I, I the, the, it seems like the, the, the things that are inside the book kind of help me relax. Well, remember our guest, uh, Siri Gopal, yes, the laughing yogi. Laughing yogi. He says all these books contain energy. Yeah, because I of feel all that. the the energy that went into the words and the right. I mean, just like we know yeah. when you send an email out of desperation or out of panic or right. out of trying to get like. Like manipulate someone, right. like kiss their behind a little in it to try to get more work. And where the like, yeah. no matter how much we're masking the desperation. That's right. Yeah. The energy is felt in that email or yeah. in that letter. I mean, it could say the exact same words, but if it's sent with, hey, I'm here to help or yes. provide something in a loving manner, it's received differently. It yes. really is a law yeah. of, we really are in a spiritual Maybe that's universe. why these books call to us. We found this on the shelf of the library at the Unity of the West Side. As the kids would say, a shout out, or as those who wear mom jeans would say, a shout out to the uni Unity of the West Side here <laughs> in Culver City, where we've, we talk and uh, we've given truth talks. And we just love everyone over there, Carol Skoda, Robin Owens, and all the crew over there. That's but anyway, right. these books seem to jump at us off of those shelves. And in the chapter called Prosperity Through the Expected and the Unexpected, because that's the thing with joyful expectation, 
it's the it's this general expectation that even the unexpected is well, going to provide. It's all like more than likely it's going to come in unexpected well, that's ways. Well, I was just telling someone last night who was you know trying to make their success happen. Yeah. I said I got to tell you every bit of opportunity that has come to me, even that story has yeah. come in an unexpected way through a door I never knew existed yeah. or from just doing ordinary things right. while I carry this general air of joyful expectation, which is the secular definition of faith. That's right. And you know, uh, you gave me a book uh, a long time ago, not recently. It's called uh, Mistakes That Worked. It's like a cool little illustrated book about uh, inventions and things and that came from mistakes. And so many of the things that we use and now seem commonplace came through, quote, mistakes. Uh, like, the, at least the, the, the story about tea is that it, um, the emperor was boiling water outside and leaves fell in there. And before leaves from a tree blew into the water and before he could get them out, they, he smelled the, the smell of the, of the tea, you know, the leaves boiling in the water and goes, whoa, this is amazing. You know, it's a smells like something good. But like one that's more documented is like with penicillin, how the, the, the researcher had, what's that called? Strepococcus? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in, in, close uh, enough. In a petri dish. Yeah. That's close enough for Daryl. I'm not going to try that. But some mold like blew in through a window and, and for some reason, instead of throwing it away and going, this is tainted, he looked at it under a, a microscope and noticed that there were clear areas where the mold was growing that have, were, you know, like clearing up the the, the, the not the virus, the bacteria. And that is what led to uh, penicillin. It's just that, like, some it really reason, shows you the universe is for us because that really was the universe yeah. operating. And then the fact that that book has been in my quote restroom uh, all this time, and I but just decided to look at it recently, and it just reminded me the reason why we love this stuff, and the reason it's called the show is called Funniest Thing, is because when you practice this stuff, when you choose to be joyful, kind, find a way to be patient, you know, be forgiving, right. in unexpected ways. The things we desire pop up in our yes. lives and come to us in lasting ways. And that's Daryl used to always say to his mentor, Mike Dugan, who gave us the name for the show. Daryl used to say, funniest thing, Mike, you're not going to believe what happened. And that when I read that book recently, I was like, it's funny. Like you must have given me that years ago, but it popped. It was the perfect reminder to me to just relax and let it come to me. Yes. So in, in um, Prosperity Now by Mary Catherine McDougall. Again, go to Daryl and Ed. There's a reading, DarylNed.com. There's a reading list where you can find these books. And she says, life is never dull or routine when we live close to God. And we do that by meditating. We're always close to God, but it's a question is whether we know that or yes, not, like, yes. we, like we just read in Ernest Holmes. Prosperity is always there, but are we accessing it and using it? Life becomes more exciting. The more clearly we understand God's allness, his all power, all knowing, all goodness, when we finally grasp the unlimited expanse of his love and provision of everything we need, large and small in our life, we know once and for all that anything and everything good can happen to us and for us. And then he, uh, down further, it says, perhaps good. one of the most important benefits is that we become assured about the future. We no longer fear the future or doubt what it holds for us, and we certainly do not expect unpleasant experiences from it. We no longer fear the unknown ahead. We know with all of our being that the future can hold only good. And that is such a blessing. That's such a blessing. I was telling Daryl just briefly before that reading is a lot of emails lately are like, I know it's hard to be positive during this time. Like, you know, and it's the, the intention is like to feel the sympathy or empathy for people. But unknowingly, I'm just noticing like 
Every, there's a common thing of like affirming that it's hard to be positive right now. And they're like, when we affirm that, our subconscious mind hears that. And accepts know? it. And accepts that. And the thing is, it's not. It's always a choice. And it, if when we, the more we practice this stuff, like you said, it, it's not because God's, the captain is still on the bridge. And when we know that the captain is still on the bridge, we know that regardless, the ship's boat goes up, boat goes down. We stay in the boat and That's we keep it. affirming the good. So what do you have there? Well, you, you, yeah, you just reminded me, it's always a choice. Am I going to, because that is the victim idea of it's difficult to be, it, you know yeah. what I mean? It's difficult to be positive during these times. And all that does is create more, more powerlessness, more depressed feeling in myself. Right. Because before any of the stuff that's been happening in the news that's popular, you know, and that's been going on in, quote, the world nowadays, we all still had things that we yes. had to face on a daily basis. Yes. So we still have to. I always feel like fear is kind of waiting in the wings to just see. Now it's really hard. Now it's something you really can't do. You know, and it's like we just have to be a loving and firm parent, as we talked yes. about, and redirect our subconscious mind back through affirmative prayer, through meditation, through reading these books to go, no, it's okay. I know you're afraid. And I know you're, even if you're speaking boldly to me and saying what we can and cannot do, trust me, you're okay. You can relax. And so eventually that voice is going to go, really? And you're going to go, yeah, all is good. All is well. The captain's on the bridge. Well, it also, I've been reminding myself too, because, you know, there's a lot of naysayers and negative chatter around me from people. And we were talking about this the other day. I got to remember that doesn't have to affect me, meaning that what they're affirming, they're affirming for themselves, unfortunately. And, yeah. you know, people survived the bubonic, the bubonic, bubonic plague, plague yeah. and other things. And those people, I can pretty much assume, were yeah. not eating up all the, the negativity. Right. It's only going to get worse. What's the use? Right. You know, it's the whole idea that me feeling worse is not going to help anyone else no. feel better. Me feeling better, me finding my sense of power and joy and forward thinking and knowing we're moving ahead, that actually becomes the cup that overflows and blesses other people. Yes, and elevates other people and heals other people. I think that's what this reading is about, yeah, actually, for okay. 24 hours a day. Yeah, this is a book that's popular in 12-step programs. Right. It's uh, published by Hazelden. It's on our reading list, daryleaned.com. And it, it says here, be expectant. Yes. Constantly expect better things. Believe that what God has in store for you is better than anything you ever had before. The way to grow old happily is to expect better things right up to the end of your life and even beyond that. A good life is growing, expanding life with ever-widening horizons and an ever-greater circle of friends and acquaintances and an ever-greater opportunity for usefulness. I pray that I may await with complete faith for the next good thing in store for me. I pray that I may always keep an expectant attitude toward life. You know, yes, just last night, I in the last few days, I've been getting more like refreshing my relationship with affirmative prayer. You know, I went through a uh, spiritual psychology master's program, and a lot of that was like giving a voice to the hurt or the pain or the fear. And I, I gained a lot out of that because... Sometimes, like, when we run away inadvertently from those voices inside us, they get more power. Yes. Right? So now I've learned, like, I can tell, I can say, oh, I hear that you're scared. And I'll hear my own self be like, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm so angry. Whatever it is, right? But 
this last few days I've been experiencing, what if I just go to the affirmative prayer side before I listen to the right. fear and the doubt and the worries? But this is the way I've been affirming things. I've just been saying, look, I know there's only one power presence. I also know that my subconscious mind is scared. It's worried. Like, I'll listen to it. And I'll say, I know that my subconscious mind is afraid there's not enough. And I understand. And I know that we've heard that so many times before. But I know right now that there is only one power and that everything is getting better for me. Yes. Everything is improving. My mind yes. is getting clearer. I am more prosperous than I have ever been. And in doing so, I'm blessing others. You know, for me, this is like a new place in my affirmative prayer life because now that subconscious mind is listening. And it's going, because I'm speaking directly to the things that are, you know, like right. it's afraid of, it's going, really? I know. Oh, my God. I can get on board with that. And then once yes. that subconscious mind accepts it, and it's a process, Terry McBride talks a lot about that. A lot of our guests do. But as it accepts it, and it will. It will accept because, it. Because believe it or not, that subconscious mind wants to accept it. It's like it, it's thirsty for it. It may not. It's like a kid that needs a oh nap. And I, my, they may not tell you they need a nap, but they do, and they want the nap. You just got to help them along. I can't believe you're saying this. Just last night, I, I try to read two pages a night, even if I watch a little YouTube from a spiritual book. Yeah, so listen to that. Two pages. That's this it. This is a huge little – it's like you know taking a little bit of uh, delightful medicine before bed that anyone can swallow. Yes. It's like – it's, and it, you'll, yes. you'll love it. And I'll allow myself to watch YouTube, but they go, Daryl, you're going to read two pages, right? Yeah, go, clear yeah, yeah, your yeah. mind. But, yeah. but I'll go, I don't want to read them. And I read them anyway. And yeah. last night, I just happened to read two pages. I'm reading this. You can't even buy this book anymore. I'm so grateful I found it. It's no longer in print. It's from 1950. It's the biography of Emmett Fox. But in the biography, it's chock full of spiritual tools by Harry Gaze. So just what you said. He said he was quoting a, a great... Um, uh, church leader from past centuries right. say exactly what you said about the subconscious, which I think I need to hear all the time, that my subconscious wants to get on board with what's true. Yes. Because it knows that's true deep down. It's just concerned it might not be true. And in this book, that great church leader said, look, just wanting to want it is enough yes. to get it. Yes. And that is it. Yeah, you can't let, it's so tempting to let the fear and doubt run the show. But it's like a teacher teaching a class. When you, when I used to, when in early days, it was easy for me to let the trouble, like the kid who was scared, you know, like causing the disruptions, let them run the show, get derailed from the lesson. But over time, I learned the best thing to do is keep the lesson moving forward and lovingly bring that yes! student on board. You got that. That's the best way. Just keep yourself consciously moving forward and lovingly encourage your subconscious mind to get on board. All right. Coming up next. Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse punches our ticket to the greatest show on earth with today's daily word, which is joy. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. 
If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Good news, Ed. What's that? Joy is your ticket to the big top. Welcome back, folks. That's the funniest exactly thing. Right. We're back after the segment. The greatest show on earth. And um, let's see, Dr. Raymond Charles Barker in The Power of Decision. I highly recommend this book um, to anyone. It's on our reading list at DarylNed.com. And Raymond Charles Barker says, keep the inspiration level in your mind high. It needs to be a constant flow through your consciousness. It is the kind of refreshment that the mind needs. Oh, it yes. prevents you from doing what I call drab thinking. Drab thinking is unproductive thinking, and you cannot afford it at this particular time when the full action of your consciousness needs to be needs to be one of healthy expectation. Man, some people make drab thinking. They'll put it to music. Oh my <laughs> you know God. what I mean? They'll put cool clothes on it. You know what I mean? Yes. They, they, but if you listen closely, you'll catch the drabness. So stay away from the drabness. And it's something that we, you know, with the help of others, we administer to ourselves. I never thought, like, basically everything Daryl and I listen to in the day is this kind of stuff, stuff that lifts us up. It yes. doesn't have to just be called new thought or metaphysical. It could be a joyful song. Yes. The joy, though, is what we're looking for. So, um, anyway, let's thank our listeners. Yes. Yeah, thank you all for uh, tuning in, sharing the show. If you want to sit, let us know anything that's going on with you, something that's working, a question you have, go to DarylNed.com. There's a contact form. You can fill it out and send us an email. We have a Facebook fan page. Go to DarylNed.com, period, and everything that we everything. do is there. So um, also, if you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. That's also on our website, I believe. So you can find it there at DarylNed.com. Oh, man, we want to thank the chief engineer. This guy... Is amazing. We've known him for quite a while now, and he always makes our show sound amazing, and he helps us out with guests and everything. So, I mean, this, it can't be said enough what he does for Unity Online Radio. He's sort of the center of the whole thing. His name's Jeff Comfort, and each week, he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. We always shout out to Message of Hope because we met them while we were at Unity Village. They provide free spiritual materials to those in need. We love the blind or visually impaired community. To support them or to utilize their resources, 866-421-3066. And another thing that we always shout out is the prayer line. The number is 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. And we don't just suggest these things to our listeners. We use these things all the time. I had to use the prayer line just the other night. Right. Mr. French, my little Chihuahua mix. Chihuahua poodle. Chihuahua poodle went full speed, misjudged the steps, hit a concrete step, and knocked himself unconscious. And right. I was like, oh, oh my man. God, did he break his neck because he was so limp? And I just got, I talked to my friend who was just with me. I said, Actor Paul, Steve Sidlow. Actor Steve oh, Steven Tom Thorpe. Thorpe. Now, on the yes. show, we have an episode where he was still Steve Sidlow. Now he is after Stephen Tom Thorpe. But anyway, go on. So he got on the dial with uh, Unity, o- Unity Online Radio. With uh, the prayer line. Prayer line. Through the You Pray app. The letter U, the word pray. They have an app. The letter U, the word pray. It's, it's free. free at the app store. It's good because you can type in your prayer or you can call straight from there. And when you call, you can even either listen to a pre recorded prayer or you can uh, pray, with, pray with a prayer associate 
And it's so uplifting. Yes. And I carried this guy's little limp body. Yes. And I saw him breathing. So I said, his neck is fine. You know, I was in the Coast Guard. So when the stress happens, I kind of shut down in a good way. Right. You get so super focused. I get in the super moment. focused. So I just laid him down. His mouth was convulsing. I go, okay, God, work your magic. And the prayer was that my mind was at peace. So God's, and I saw God's full health within Mr. French. Wonderful. Working its mat, like coming. Within an hour, Mr. French was back, which was incredible. I mean, it was little by little progress. Yeah, yeah. And it is miraculous. He's like, nothing ever happened. I'm the one who's remembering yeah. the tragedy. Keep he sending love. Care, but yeah, keep, keep sending, sending love, love to our station manager, Mr. French. That reminds me of the, like, one thing I've been reminding myself as my hip heals is I am whole. Yes. I am healthy. My body is still catching up and, under, and remembering that. You could do that with your, your finances. I am rich. I am prosperous. My finances are you know, are, are catching up with that or are remembering that, but I am already these things. Hey, you know what's ironic? Thank God years ago I read in Emmett Fox how animals respond quicker than humans yes. because their sub their critical mind, their conscious mind doesn't fight with the uh, affirmative prayer. They don't come from a culture of like people, like we were just talking about making drab thinking sound cool or yeah. hit, right? They're not going to no. listen to some depressing music or... <laughs> yeah, so I hung my faith on that idea. Oh, wow. Cool. And then last night in Emmett Fox, like the, along with that other thing I quoted from the yeah. Emmett Fox uh, biography, was the guy saying from another author how animals and plants right. respond to these, these blankets of love that we could send them. Wow. Send a blanket of love to blanket your Blanket of love. I love send it. Send a blanket of love to your animals, a blanket of love to your garden. You'll see it. That's amazing. You'll see it produce. Something else that's amazing. So Daryl and I are big fans. There's two movies on Amazon Prime, although for some reason just this afternoon, New Thought, New You is the one of them. The other one is What is New Thought? But today, we're our guest, we were introduced to him through a movie called New Thought, New You, we highly recommend it. We found it through Amazon Prime. That's right. And um, you could just put this movie on and not watch it because it's almost like a radio yeah, show. Yeah, we listen the, to like the audio from it gives you all the medicine. When I'm at work, I have the app on my phone for or wherever I am. If I listen to just a few minutes of of this these of this movie, I'm just reminded that all is well and that there's other people out there who, who know, actually live know this too. way. Yeah. When I see someone else speaking about it. Sometimes for me, it makes it easier for my subconscious yes. mind to go, oh, it's real because that person's speaking about it. And one of the people that, that jumped out at it as someone who's, we always look for joy. Like, are they getting the joy yes. out of these teachings? Because joy is the strength of the Lord, the strength of the law. And so, and evidence of living by these things. Yeah. So, the Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse was one of those people. So, we reached out to him. Well, first, we watched a couple talks. We go, wow, this is amazing. So we reached out to him. This is one of the reasons we love this show. Actually, the first reason I uh, was because the prayer for that prayer, the identity prayer. But which anyway, we, yeah, which we shared on a previous show. This is a daily word segment. Go to DarylNed.com at the bottom of our homepage. You can read the daily word. It refreshes every day. It's free, and you can click on it to order it for yourself. It's it's amazingly well priced, and it's a good part of. I mean, like ridiculous the price for what you get, and you can read it. We read it every morning as part of our morning routine. Anyway, we want to welcome to the Daily Word segment, Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse. How are you, sir? Hey, guys. Oh, wow. Gosh. So good yeah, to hear your voice. Wonderful to be with you. The, you guys are a trip. 
<laughs> Thank you. You know, this is for us. We're like, uh, we look at ourselves as like two guys who live in a basement and listen to all the rock and roll records. And then when we get to actually call, reach out to Kiss and see if they'll come on the show, yeah, you're man. like Gene Simmons coming on the show for us. So yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Well, it's a delight to be here. I'm I'm delighted. I'm joyful about it. Yes. <laughs> that, that was another thing. When we talked to you, we were like, wow, the joy is real. Because we felt it as soon as we talked to you in person. So um, where should we start? Would you, do you? I uh, have to start. I, I want to just tell you that your Mr. French story is, is absolutely correct. That animals, plants, and even inanimate objects can respond to clear knowing in a way that can can startle anyone. Uh, yeah, the, the story that came to mind as you were telling me that uh, was uh, was of a time when someone was at our center in North Carolina, and they came in and said, my car won't start. And I said, well, let's go see. So I went out and I put my hands on the hood of the car, and I did a spiritual mind treatment, knowing that that car ran exactly it was designed to run, that every part of it, every mechanism within it was in perfect working order, and that when the key would turn, the ignition would engage, and the car would start. And I looked and I said, start your car. And it did. Wow. This stuff is for real. Oh, what? it is. I know. This is a, this may seem like a silly question, but like the little kid in me wants to ask, why, do you th why does this stuff work? Why does it work? It works because the presence of the divine dwells at the point of us. And that is how you initiate creation, by having a thought, by believing something with absolute clarity. And when you do that, you give it to the law of spirit, and it has to reflect back into your life. That's spiritual law. That's how it works. Wow. Well, you know what's funny? Now that you said that, once I re was reasonably certain, because I felt his little skull, and I go, okay, nothing's smashed. And then I, I felt around his neck, and I saw him breathing. And even though none of his paws or anything would respond to touch, something in me knew he, I, I just, in my deep part, like a deeper part of me said, he's going to come back. Like, I know he's going to come back like, yes. out of this. Yes. And of course, the surface fears would chatter. Oh, no. What about that? And I would just, but that deeper knowing is what kept me firm yeah. enough to get a friend on board, call Silent Uni, let's get some more people on board with this with this reality. Right. And um, it was That's incredible. It, takes. it was absolutely. incredible. If you saw oh, and him before and after within an hour, you would be a believer. Right. Absolutely. I've seen it work a thousand times. Oh, and by the way, Mr. French has his own breed. He's called a Chihuahua. A Chihuahua. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I'm going through um, this experience of like really enjoying my hip coming back into full health. I mean, there's so many. I call Terry McBride, a friend of ours. Um, I know Terry well. We're good friends. Okay, good. So when I was in the hospital with with everything going on, I was I couldn't have anyone else even come to visit me. I was in the emergency right. room. For some reason, I know why. The divine was like, call Terry McBride. I called him because he was gonna punch you like a punch you like right. a football, and it was amazing <laughs> to, into heaven. And he did. Thinking. And the first thing he says, "What do you want to happen? What are the options they told you?" And it was so good because I'm like going through all the physical thing, and I'm like, "Okay, what did they tell me?" And he's like, "What are those? Do you which of those do you want?" And I said, "I think I want the pins, you know, because that." And so he said, "All right, for now, let's just affirm that they're putting the pins in your hip, and it's where." And as soon as we said that, the surgeon came in. And I said, Terry, I gotta go to the surgeon's here. The surgeon looked me in the eye and said, we're putting the pins in at noon. 
which was two <laughs> hours later. And I was like, wow. And then another thing that just happened a few days ago, I decided to, this is so, like I've been doing uh, uh, affirmations, visualizing, feeling it, learning like what it means for the energy to go through my hips and yes. why, you know, like what part of my thinking and life that, you know, like is being, you know what I mean? On a deeper level, yes. what that's reflecting. So I decided to watch my, and my, my son and my wife were out and it was just me at home for the first time. And uh, I decided to watch the rest of the newest Star Wars on Disney Plus. And it's pretty long, right? Man. I'm like, why am I watching? I'm looking at my watch going, okay, in an hour, I'm going to feel good because this is going to resolve. <laughs> what was amazing, though, was at the end of the movie, there's this touching resolution. But what was amazing for me was I got goosebumps, but I felt the energy moving through my hips and down my legs. I felt this healing energy moving through me in the most unexpected way from watching I know. The, the movie. I mean, I know it because they, they touch on a lot of the same principles that we talk about, you know, like in, in yes. their own way. And, what you know, I think one of the things that I noted was everything good that we see in a movie is a reflection of our divine nature. Like no matter how yes. good it is, it can only reflect yes. more of who we really are. And I think I was feeling that, like I was feeling my connection to my ancestors and to life and to Ernest Holmes and Eric Butterworth and like that we really are like we're like the Jedi's like the you know like there are people pulling for us that we can't even see and there is a force for good and we could use it in the universe it's amazing yeah yeah it is amazing Ernest Holmes says that what we make something mean is what it means to us and it, it is important that we see things and we reflect upon them in the sense that they improve our lives, that they remind us of our creative abilities, that we, uh, that we, are, we are supported and blessed by life. And when we don't do that, when we, when we watch the same movie but we're in a different state, we right. don't get the same message, we don't get the same understanding, and we don't get the same outcome, the kind of thing that you just talked about with that energy moving through your body. Oh, it's amazing because... I just keep like doing what, like when fear comes up, I just keep blessing it. And because I feel like kind of what the divine's telling me inside. And then sometimes the subconscious mind will start active with, you yes. know, but I just keep blessing it, blessing it. And like, you know, the things I'm wondering about, because sometimes I'm not in a position where I can fully feel like I, I can affirm and accept it in that moment. I just, God's working on it. And the most amazing, like the PT told me without me even asking me, oh, with this surgery, you'll be able to surf. No problem. And that was one of my questions. But, you know, I, mean, I didn't. I just let it out there and God reflected it back to me. Um, That's how it works. Yeah. So, John, would you mind reading the Daily Word at this point? Um, And feel free to add. You have the Daily Word, correct, for uh, joy? I have it it in front of me. Okay. And feel free to throw in, you know, anything that you want to note along the way or what have you. Because I know when Terry reads it, he always Not that you have to. No pressure. But I'm just saying. (laughs) No pressure. Okay. If anything comes up. Don't hold back. back. All right. So let's hear it. (laughs) I am alive with joy. My joyful attitude elevates me through carefree days and carries me through those days that I may leave me feeling sad or frustrated. No matter the circumstances, my true nature is one of genuine joy in my heart. As I take the time to ponder my life's many blessings, friends, family, nature's beauty, I find that happiness flows from deep within me like water from a fountain. When I am in such a state of joy, even more blessings come to me in the form of synchronicities and unexpected delights. With a cheerful attitude, I share joy with everyone, and I am invigorated with a spiritual life force that exudes radiance and light. This outward expression of my inner light lets everyone know, everyone in my path know what joy I feel 
simply to be alive. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely agree because in our culture, people think that something brings you joy, like, like a movie or, right. or a, something from a friend or something. Nothing brings us joy. The joy is within us. And we, right. have to, we have to find it inside of us. And our job is to bring it out and to, to be joyful in the actions of our lives. And that's what reminds other people that they can be joyous, but they have to make that choice just like we do. Everyone chooses to be joyful or not to be. Uh, and it's not that it's a conscious choice, but it is something you have to activate within yourself. It, life does not just uh, impose upon us a state of anything, including joy. Right. And, and that's exactly what this, this statement is, is about, is that the blessings of my life, the synchronicities, unexpected delights, I'm creating them by being open to those kinds of things. You can have the same circumstances in somebody's life, and they won't even notice them because they're right. not in a state of joy. And, and right. so all that, that good, juicy stuff just passes them by, and they, they think, oh, life's just kind of bland. But it's not. It's beautiful. It's rich. But you have to be open to it. Yeah, right. well, you know what? This is another thing, too, um, that I'm well aware of now is depending on my emotional barometer, and I don't mean just, just like being in tune with the thoughts that are, go- that are going through my head that make me feel down or up. Like, let's say I don't realize that I haven't eaten. <laughs> that kind of affects how I see things. My right. blood sugar starts dropping. And I can get an email but I know enough now, if I read the email and I go, oh, my God, this is terrible. Right. I'll, like, send it to Ed and I go, I don't know. This seems terrible. I'll eat. Ed will read it. I go, wait a minute. Doing nothing here but complimenting you. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then I'll read it again. And I'm like, oh, my God, this email is fantastic. And it really shows, like you said, what I'm looking at, I'm looking with. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? What I'm looking at, I'm looking with. it, And it's hard to remember that when uh, fear jumps in the driver's seat, but at least now I know when I start to feel that fear in the anxious ideas I start getting to stop and get a second opinion, you know, from a friend who I know is applying these things in his life as well. Or or if Ed's not right, okay, check my barometer. Am I hungry or am I tired? Do I need to take a nap first and then revisit it? don't push through. That's right. That's what I told you. Daryl, don't respond. You don't need to respond to this email now. Yes. But there's part of me going, no, you better respond now. Right. No, no, no. No, no, no. We'll read this later. There's no hurry, no worry. God's yes. in charge. Yes. I agree with that. Wow. So we, we, I don't think we even mentioned this. John, where are we talking to you from? Where are you right now? I live in Asheville, North Carolina. And if people want to come uh, visit you while they're there, where can they come see you? Uh, Center for Spiritual Living Asheville. Uh, we are in the city limits of, of the city of Asheville in the western part of North Carolina up in the Appalachian Mountains. We're actually where the Blue Ridge Mountains meet uh, the Smoky Mountains. Wow. The Blue Ridge Mountains. John Denver spoke of the saying of those. Did he? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> okay. So the other thing I was just remembering is the identity prayer because that's that's the first thing – before we even realized we could have Gene Simmons on the show, we said, we heard the identity prayer that you share, even though I thought it was called the infinity prayer. That must have been the meds still working on me. Uh, but, or maybe that was before even the surgery. At any rate, would you uh, mind sharing the identity prayer with us? And then uh, maybe you can pray, uh, pray for us 
before we say goodbye. Great. I'm honored to do that. Thank you, guys. Okay. Yeah. So this, this identity prayer came to me uh, over 30 years ago uh, when I was living in Miami, Florida, and uh, attending the uh, uh, Science of Mind Center down there. And it has just become an important part of my life, and I share it with as many people as I can, because I think it succinctly speaks to who we are and the journey that we're on to awaken to our spiritual nature. Mm -hmm. This is how it goes. I know that within myself there is that life, which is perfect, complete, divine. It was never born and cannot die, for it lives and is God. Within myself is the wholeness, peace, poise, and power of life. This life is health, it is abundance, it is love. There is one life, and it is the life of God, and this is my life now. And so it is. And so it is. Ah. I didn't even realize by sharing the prayer, he was praying with us. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. you know what? You know what's great about That's this amazing. Show? Wow. Thank you so much. I could feel that energy oh. moving through my body and my mind. I, I just want to say this one thing at the end as we wrap up. I don't know if we said this at the last show, but recently I saw that movie City Slickers again. Yeah. And Ed yeah. and I had this talk. And in the movie... It's it's a fun old movie. I don't know if many of our listeners are familiar with it, but these guys go to a dude ranch. And the long and the short of it is there's this one old carmudgeon. Curly. Curly, who's uh, played by Jack Palance, who's a real tough guy. It seems mean, but he really is a guru on a horse. Right. And he finally gets the knucklehead, the most sarcastic one of the bunch, to sober up with this idea Dia, by saying, you know what? Because the guy goes, what's the secret of life? Trying to... You know, yeah, stump, yeah. stump the guru. Yeah. And he goes, the secret of life is one thing. Uh-huh. And the guy goes, what's the one thing? And he goes, that's what you have to decide what that one <laughs> thing is for you. But when you know what the one thing is, everything else will take care of itself if you wow. just stick to the one thing. And the one thing for me is like when I go like, if you're going to a job interview, I gotta like I've always had to remind myself I'm not going there to get a job. I'm going there to do my job. And what's my job? I'm an ambassador of God's love. And all these other things, these other appointments, like go to try to buy a new car, or whatever. I'm not going to try to buy a new car. I'm going there to just it's my cover to get in there and be an ambassador of God's love. And when I take that attitude into things, everything else, yes. all my fears diminish. And things seem to serendipitously go better than expected, or I'm rerouted into a better than expected appointment yeah. elsewhere. Yes. Lovely. That's how life works. Good for you. Keep it up. Thank you. Yes. All right. Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we always like to put you on the spot uh, while you're on the air and ask if you'd be willing to come on uh, as a guest again and share with us sometime. Oh, absolutely. That would, that would be delightful. Oh, wonderful. Fantastic. We keep stacking our deck with amazing people like yourself, because I can tell you going through the, the process of my hip, uh, the surgery and such with friends like yourself on my side made it so much easier. I was like, wow, the quality of my life has improved just by the people who I know. And so thank you for being one of those people. And wait till I, I tell like Mr. French that he's got John B. Waterhouse in his him. corner. Oh, yes. Yeah. So listen to this story. You ready? Yeah. Back right. in call. You just read this last part here. OK. So you back mean, in college, I read me. You, you <laughs> be the role of you. I'll read the role Keep it of simple. Me. Back in college, John Waterhouse worked as a juggler in the circus. Not a lot of people know that to earn spending money. One day, he was pulled over on his way home. 
from a gig for speeding. Oh, as the officer was writing the ticket, you be John also, was, as the officer was writing the ticket, she noticed several machetes in the car. What are those for, she asked suspiciously. John smiled and replied. I'm a juggler. I use those in my act. Well, show me, the officer demanded. John got out of the, got out the machetes and started juggling them. First three, then more. Finally, seven at one time. Overhand, underhand, behind the back, putting on a dazzling show and amusing the officer. Just then, the funniest thing van passed by. Daryl, who was driving, did a double take and said to Ed, My God, I've got to give up drinking. Look at the test they're giving now. Oh, there's Enzo, the FedEx feline, coming in with their mailbag. Look what the cat dragged We're going to make this one quick. Catherine Bednars at DarylNed.com contact page said, I really enjoy your show. I think I like it because it is relevant and relatable in 2020. I grew up in a very rigid, narrow Catholic church and never thought I could find a happy place that was encouraging, embracing of all people, and happy. Your broadcasts are very practical. Help me understand I'm not the only person going through this. And you are helping me to grow into a more spiritual mature person thank you so much Catherine. Wow. Catherine robom on facebook said i love the reruns they're timeless and i'm so excited grateful happy fulfilled and amped that you are back Ooh. oh shaka khan shaka khan hi boys all right should we sing this out yes let's do it we're expecting something good trusting that god loves us yeah we're expecting something good we're expecting that we'll like it yeah visit darylnet.com to find us Reverend Dr. John B. Waterhouse we love you Jeff Covert thank you again for being a part of Funniest Things with Darylnet on Unity Online Radio trusting that God loves us yeah we're expecting something good we're expecting that we'll like it yeah woohoo Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 